This week, I, I had some stupid stories that I really wanted to finish, but there were so many from the this past week that I just couldn't get through it. So today I'm going to spend a little time on a lot of those other dumb stories that are out there, and there are a ton of them. I decided to take a little time away uh, from the big stories that are out there because they are getting beaten like garbage in the news media. Uh, and I just don't think I can put anything else on the table that would be different from what anyone's saying. So, so let's get to it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Now, I've got a lot to talk about today, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time messing around here. Uh, the first big story was actually talked about last week. Uh, but I just basically skipped it because there were just so many things going on. Hey, do you remember the last last year when it was reported that Donald Trump was told that the Russians were giving uh, the radical Muslims, the Taliban in Afghanistan, were given bounties by the Russians so that the Taliban would actually go out and make an attempt to kill soldiers? He was condemned throughout the media for it. I mean, there are there are compilations of the media just going off on how Trump didn't care about the military. And Joe Biden used this in both debates they had last year about how he didn't care about the military. Remember that? Trump reported the story was not true and unverified. The intelligence community said it was an unverified story and... It was never reported to the president, so they the, the intelligence community itself said it wasn't true and that they didn't really talk to the president about it. Well, guess what? Uh, the intelligence community reported that the story had little to no verification and was probably untrue. Now, it seems a shame that Trump was demonized because of an untrue story. And Jen Psaki was actually asked about it. So, there are two questions. The first question is basically just about the story. And then the other question is, okay, um, well, well, we'll get to that. So, I want you to listen to the reporter and the question, and then let's talk about it, and then let's get to the more obvious question. It reports that Russia encouraged Taliban attacks against U.S. and coalition personnel in Afghanistan. The word report seems to leave some ambiguity. Does the White House believe Russia placed bounties on American troops? Well, I would say first that um, uh, we felt the reports were enough of a cause of concern that we wanted our uh, intelligence community to look into those reports as a part of this overall assessment. Uh, they assessed with low to moderate confidence, as you alluded to, that Russian intelligence officers sought to encourage Taliban attacks against U.S. and coalition personnel in Afghanistan. The reason uh, that um, they have low to moderate confidence in this judgment is in part because it relies on detainee reporting and due to the challenging environment, uh, and also due to the challenging operating environment in Afghanistan. So it's challenging to gather this intelligence and this data. I will say that we assess, our intelligence community, I should say, assesses that um, a general st uh, staff main intelligence director at GRU, also known as, manage interaction with individuals in Afghan criminal networks. Uh, we have high confidence in that assessment, and the involvement of this GRU's unit is consistent with Russia's 
uh, encouraging attacks against U.S. and coalition personnel in Afghanistan. So while there's low to moderate assessment of these reports, we felt it was important for our intelligence community to look into it. And we, of course, will not stand by and accept the targeting of our personnel by any elements, including a foreign state actor. This information really puts the burden on Russia and the Russian government to explain uh, their engagement here. Do you know how a, you can tell that a leftist is lying? She starts talking. Her answer was to, does the Biden administration believe that Russia placed bounties on American soldiers? She went on a one minute and 20 second just word salad. You know, here's the answer. No. That's really the answer. We don't believe in it. She went over all of this crap and just started, I mean, to the point where you were watching, you forgot what the question question was. Well, she did that on purpose. She did that on purpose, one, because she, she is a liar. She's a complete liar. And two, because she knows what question is coming up next. Listen to this. Go ahead. Given that assessment, does the president have any regrets for how many times he attacked President Trump on the campaign about this issue for not taking action related to the Russian bombings? Well, I'm not going to speak to the previous administration, but I will say that uh, we had enough concern about these reports and about the targeting of our men and women serving, uh, the men and women who are proudly serving around the world, that we wanted our intelligence community to look into it. Now, again, there are several factors that uh, that um, con contributed to the lot low to moderate confidence in the judgment, including the difficulty of uh, of um, of the operating environment and, of course, the reliance on detainee reporting. Uh, at the same time, we still feel there are questions to be answered by the Russian government. Again, another 45-second answer. Uh, and by the way, no one asked her about the previous administration. They were asking about your administration. How you guys, if your response to Donald Trump last year was appropriate or not. And she never answered it. Spent, took 45 questions to give a two-second answer. Here it is. Yeah, we effed up, and no, we don't care. And we're not going to apologize. Why don't you just say that? That's essentially what you're saying. Why are you spending 45 seconds? Do you know why? Because the reality is, the reality is that she tries to confuse the question. She tries to manipulate the question to make the administration look good to make Joe Biden look good. Joe Biden looks like a liar now with this whole thing. And the only real tragedy is the media doesn't push. They just couldn't, they just don't push anything. So, um, here's some, some other great news. I, I couldn't, I, you know, I need some proof that the United States, United Nations let me rephrase that. The United States, the United Nations is a garbage heap and it needs to be removed from the United States. Send them to Venezuela or China or Iran. Send them some, heck, the, it's prime New York property that that United Nations built on. We could easily open another Starbucks right there and it will make a mint. The United Nations this week has selected Iran and China to be on their commission on the status of women. Really? That's... Wow. 
Really. Iran does not permit their women to drive, vote, date, watch videos, marry, or divorce. Killing a woman in Iran by her husband is considered an honor crime and usually goes without a conviction. Disrespect of her husband could be a death sentence. A single woman traveling without a male family member could be put in prison. Not covering her face could lead to prison. Rape is considered the fault of the woman and she could face imprisonment. That's right. A woman could be imprisoned for being raped. Talk about the Me Too movement. Yeah, this sounds like a country that should be analyzing and weighing in on women's rights. But China's worse. China is running concentration camps that is forcibly sterilizing Uyghur women, committing gang rape against Uyghur women, and for 25 years had a one-child policy that forced women to get abortions if they, were already, if they already had one child. Yeah, this sounds like a country that should be analyzing and weighing in on women's rights. Great job. Great job. Why this garbage organization known as the United Nations, continues to be supported by the United States, getting that quality land in New York City amazes me. So there's our first really stupid story of the year. Here's one. This will work. From ABC News, the city of Berkeley, California, moved forward Wednesday with a proposal to eliminate police from conducting traffic stops. Now, there was something released today. They were going to actually eliminate low-level tra traffic stops, meaning you won't get pulled over if your registration is expired and you won't get pulled over if a light is out. All right, I don't agree with that. But now they want to eliminate the police from conducting all traffic stops. Instead, they want to use unarmed civilian city workers as part of the broad overhaul of law enforcement. The city council is planning to set a goal of cutting the police by 50%. The police budget, excuse me, by 50%. Yeah, <coughs> that's going to work great. Leave it to Berkeley, land of the hippie, to come up with some stupid-ass crap like that. Major uh, Mayor Jesse Araguane I don't know how to pronounce it, I don't care, said, quote, for far too long, public safety has been equated with more police. And there's a reason. So do I even need to, uh, to comment on this? Well, I will anyway, because here's the question. What's going to happen to a civilian who pulls over somebody and they face one of these situations? The driver is armed. The driver is drunk. What if the driver has drugs in their car and will require an arrest? What if the driver makes a break for it and starts and knows that you're not going to chase him? What if the driver has a warrant? What if the driver just doesn't give a damn, tells, you to, tells the civilian to screw off and drives away? You see the problem? I also want to point out something weird about Berkeley. It's called statistics. Berkeley has a 54% white population, 
a 20% Asian population and an 8% black population. Out of 77,000 calls in 2020, there have been a total of 32 police use of force calls. So it doesn't sound like there are a lot of problems with the police in Berkeley. There will be now because there won't be any police. Of the 77,000 police calls, 3,000 actually led to an arrest. Now, what is the percentage of that? <coughs> we had to use scientific notation on the calculator. The percentage there is 4 times 10 to the power of 4, or 0.0004% of people who interact with the police are actually arrested. Now, with 32 police use of force calls out of 77,000, I didn't even bother to try to do the math on that. But it's less than 0.0004%. Of the 3,000 arrests, 30% of the arrests were black. That means about 900 of the 3,000 were black people. Now, you're hearing a lot about that stuff today. It's still a very low number. But the question is, it, it's still higher than it should. I mean, a third, almost a third of black people are being arrested in a population of 8%. The question should be, why is that so high? Is it police racism or is it something else? And again, we could go over statistics about the countrywide, right? We can sit there and say, well, 24% of blacks are arrested when they only make up about 15% of the population. But the question is, okay, of that 24%, how many of them actually did commit a crime? So, there's a question. Yeah, a lot of pr police brutality, though, in Berkeley, that that they have to do, they have to eliminate the 50% of the police force. This procedure, by the way, is going to be implemented in September. They've already voted on this. The mayor has already signed off on it. So, uh... I got a feeling maybe I should be start doing some uh, driving up in Berkeley because <laughs> I, you know, I'm never going to get pulled over. Okay, and here's, here, this is a great story. Democratic Oregon Governor Kate Brown's Health Department has proposed a permanent masking rule as the current regulations for mask mandates are, expire next month. The Oregon Occupational Safety and Health Division is led by a guy named Michael Wood. He received over 5,000 comments on the proposed rule before the public comment period ended. And yeah, they weren't praising this stupid law. Talk about tyranny. So I have to wear a mask all the time, whenever. By the way, they're doing that in Canada right now. They are doing that in Canada. Canada now, uh, I, I think it's Ontario... I'd have to look it up, but they have increased police authority so that if you're walking down the street outside without a mask, you can be arrested. This is what they're trying to do in Oregon. So Michael Wood said, a majority of the comments were simply hostile to the entire notion of COVID-19 restrictions. Well, they should be hostile towards it because the government has been lying about the COVID restrictions for ages. They've been flat out lying about them. Remember, 15 days to stop the spread in March? We're now in, we're going on in May now. 
And we still are locked down. We still have to wear, wear these stupid uh, masks, which, by the way, there is absolutely zero evidence that masks help at all, especially the way we're using them. Hey, I've, I've got a mask. I've got three masks here. I use them every day. The same masks over and over and over again. The only masks that seem to have any effect, and there's still no real uh, studies on it, are the N95 masks, which are very difficult to get, very expensive, and some people are just flat out allergic to them. They can't, they can't wear them. So anyway, he continues, the vast majority of comments were in the context of you never needed to do anything. This is in Oregon, a very left-wing state. And now they're saying, you guys didn't need to lock us down. You guys don't, didn't need us to wear masks. We didn't need to do anything. This is the problem with what uh, Democrats want. They want control. Wood floated the proposal of keeping the mask requirements in place until, quote, no longer necessary to address the effects of the pandemic in the workplace, end quote, last month. He said the new permanent rule is needed to keep the current regulations from expiring on May 1st. Well, no. Um, people are upset because the permanent rule basically makes it permanent. Why don't you just extend the expiration instead of saying this is permanent? Republican state senator, uh, probably one of the only ones up there, Kim Thatcher said, quote, when, when will masks be unnecessary? What scientific studies do these mandates rely on? There are none. That's, that's the secret. Particularly now that the vaccine is days away from being available to everyone. By the way, it is available to everyone now. Businesses have had to pay play mascot for the better part of a year now. They deserve some certainty on when they will no longer be threatened with fines. Newsflash. The goal of the Democrats and leftists is control. They are using this pandemic, which, by the way, is pretty much over, as a, quote, crisis, end quote, to maintain control and obedience Democrats always use a crisis. That's the only. That's why everything is a crisis. The environment is a crisis. The racism is a crisis, and they kind of intermix police, the police, cri police violence crisis. They're constantly using crisis. We're being told by Joe Biden right now that um, if people don't get vaccinated, and I don't blame you if you don't want to get vaccinated. I, 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 I got vaccinated. I'm, I had such bad side effects. I'm even thinking of not getting my second shot. I probably will. But I don't blame them for not getting vaccinated. That Biden said we might have to cancel the Independence Day celebrations, which is a tad ironic that Independence Day is canceled because of a tyrannical, um, a tyrannical ruling there. Well, here's a newsflash. No one is going to care about what Joe Biden thinks anymore. We have been dealing with this pandemic over a year, and I think it will be almost a year and a half by the time Independence Day comes. I plan, so personally, I think Biden can F off with his threats, and I'll be eating a big burger and hot dogs on July 4th with all my family, every one of them, 
There'll be 25, 30 people there. And I'm not going to feel one bit bad about it. <clears throat> but see, they want to run, Biden wants to run the United States like Canada is basically running their economy where people can go to jail if they go to church. People can go to jail if they gather in their homes. And the police, there are plenty of videos in Canada where the police actually break into homes to arrest people. It's just, just terrible. Okay, this next story. Remember when I told you I was never really against gay marriage, but I was afraid that it will open up Pandora's box? It'll open up floodgates of perversion? I'd love to hear a comment from you. The question is, have I been wrong at all? Well, New York, again, is really beginning to prove itself. In New York, a lawsuit has been filed by a mother who thinks she should be able to marry her adult son. She argues that making incest illegal is unconstitutional. Hmm. The names, ages, and gender of the people is unknown and has not been made public. The suit says, this is all from the uh, Daily Mail, so I'm going to quote some of this stuff here. Uh, the suit says that the parent wishes to remain anonymous because they recognize that their hope of marrying their child is, a, is quote, an action that a large segment of society views as morally, socially, and biologically repugnant. Gee, you think? You want to marry your own son, you sick bitch? That is just insane. According to the Daily Mail, <coughs> the lawsuit reads... Quote, the proposed spouses are adults. The proposed spouses are biological parent and child, the suit reads. Quote, the proposed spouses are unable to procreate together. In other words, they can't have children. According to the suit, the parent and child regard themselves as P-A-A-C-N-P couple. As a P-A-A-C-N-P couple. That's great. We need more pronouns. That makes... I'm sure that's what's coming soon. What P-A-A-C-N-P stands for is parent and adult child non-procreationable couple. And I believe it would diminish their humanity if they could not marry one another. The claimant, this is all from the Daily Mail, by the way, the claimant argues that the, quote, enduring bond of marriage, end quote, would take the parent and child's union to a, quote, greater level of expression, intimacy, and spirituality, end quote. Quote, parent and adult child couples for whom procreation is either virtually or literally impossible can aspire to transcendent purposes of marriage and seek fulfillment in its highest meaning, end quote, the suit reads. Perversion. This is what we are doing in this country. We had we legalized gay marriage. Then we had to legalize transgender rights. Now we're calling Pete. If you don't call up someone a she, a he, or a he, a she, whatever they choose to be, now we are supposedly can get into trouble. This is just complete garbage. Soon it'll be. Fathers marrying little boys. All that stuff is coming. NAMBLA is an effect of the LGBTQ movement. NAMBLA came about. NAMBLA is the North American Man-Boy Love Association. That is a real association. Which 
actually supports pedophilia from a man to a boy. This is a thing. And they've been pushing that. They wanted to join the LGBTQ. It happened when they when the LGBTQT whatever was actually just the LGB. So it's been around a long time. But this stuff is happening. The perversion is becoming normalized. New York attorneys say there is very little chance that this suit is going to go anywhere. But you can imagine how effed up the society is to believe that a mother who wants to marry her son thinks that she could possibly get this passed. And I'm sorry, in this society, I don't think it's a slam dunk it doesn't get passed. I mean, look at what we're doing now. Absolutely insane. And speaking of insanity, our last stupid story of the day. Yes, I know this is ending a little quicker than normal. Um, Caitlyn Jenner, this was just announced today. I can't wait for the weekend. I have a feeling this weekend is going to be absolutely wild. Caitlyn Jenner, who used to be Bruce Jenner before he decided that he was a woman, has decided to run for governor as a Republican during the recall election of the current governor, who is questionably a man. We're not sure if he's a he's He's got a Barbie doll. I'm not even sure he actually has anything in between his legs because he's just too much of a Barbie. I mean, the guy is so freaking fake. Gavin Newsom, the current governor. Our society has gone so crazy that <laughs> a transgender man, woman, a transgender woman <coughs> thinks that he has a very good chance of winning the governorship. Now, I know Bruce Jenner's stance on a lot of things. Obviously, socially, he's a bit of a liberal. But for the most part, he's he's libertarian. He's not really a conservative. Uh, depending on who would actually run against Gavin Newsom, I what's scary is I might both vote for him. Depending who could win, and what's really what's really weird. But again, we're in a weird. This is the 2020s are going to be considered the strangest decades ever in the future. What's really strange is Jenner could quite possibly win. Because we've gotten so crazy in this state, I think even leftists would see this as a chance to elevate a transgender female. I forgot whether transgender female or male, but I think it's transgender female. Uh, elevate a transgender female to be the first transgender governor in the United States. I could see it happening in California. I could see those leftists at Berkeley actually voting for Jenner. So I, we're going to have to see what's going to happen with this. I, I believe the election is in November because they do have enough signatures. Uh, we're going to have to see. This is gonna, I, may, I may just stay in California just to find out what the hell happens in this election. So I hope you enjoyed today. Uh, it was a little lighter than I usually have it. But, I mean, some of these stories were just way out there. So have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday. This you can uh, download. Well, first off, you can download uh, and or listen to his podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, YouTube, and Rumble. 
Um, you can visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com so you can actually take a look at all of the links that I have to these stories. I did not make any of these things up. Uh, I hope you have a great weekend. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Mm-hmm.